You are now listening to The Model Health Show with Sean Stevenson. For more, visit themodelhealthshow.com. Welcome to The Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson, and I'm so grateful for you tuning in with me today. So this week has been pretty interesting. I actually got invited to speak at my son's school. And it's always interesting to talk to high school students, right? It's just supposed to be perpetually awkward, right? Perpetually think they got it figured out. And so it's always a really good experience. But funny enough, my son was the one who talked to his teachers and they started following me and kind of made it all happen. And what's so really interesting about it is that this is the school I went to for high school. This is one of my first few times, like actually back in the building, besides like going to a sporting event or something of that nature. Because when I was out, I was out. I was done. And I had a really interesting story and experience there. You know, I actually, a lot of people don't know this and I've talked about it on the show, but I graduated in three years of high school, but not by pure, sheer intellectual prowess. All right. It was because I got kicked out my entire junior year. All right. For, for fighting. At the end of the talk, which, you know, I'll come back to, but one of the students asked me, so what was the thing you liked the least about this school? And I was like, man, that's, a, that's an interesting question. You know, and, you know, he's looking for his little thing to just be like, yeah, I don't like that either. You know, and I'd said it's like the authoritarian construct of the school, you know, but here's the thing that you have to understand. We need structure. We need authority, especially when we're young. We need guidance. But I put myself in the position where I was in a place where that authority could kick me out, right? So, and it was still on me. And I learned so much was the best thing that ever happened to me because eventually that experience got me to really get on the right track and actually be here with you today. So listen, the reason I'm bringing this up is that the person that I have on has more experience in working with high school kids all over the place. I mean, we were just on an incredible event, uh, the Phenomenal Life Cruise together. And these individuals, even when we went to like these incredible islands, like the Virgin Islands and St. Martin, they're hopping off the ship where other people are going, getting the sun bathed on, going shopping. They're going to schools and speaking to students and trying to pour into them, pour life into them, inspiration and guidance that tends to stick with kids. I wish I had that kind of example, because when I got kicked out for fighting, I didn't have anybody giving me advice. I didn't have anybody to look to as a real hero. You know, and so he's become that him and his partner have become that for so many people. We're talking about they're impacting the lives of tens of millions of people easily, probably hundreds of millions have been exposed to their work at this point. And uh, we're just going to rock the house today with this episode. And so being able to stand up in front of those students and share some insight, it was actually life after high school was the class. And so I, I told him the truth. All right, what's going to happen? And also giving them some insights about their health and well-being as they go to the next level. And funny thing, man, funny thing. These kids who my son was like, listen, dad, they're tough. They all want to take pictures with me afterwards and hang out. It's just, it was like, oh, okay. And my son was like, dad, you killed it. You killed it. And I kept, but I, you know, I kept messing with him or whatever uh, during the thing. So he was all good with it. But listen, guys, I want you to really tune in, listen with your heart, listen with your with your mind, listen with your, your, your inner ears and really absorb this information because I, can, I think it's gonna be transformative for you. Before we do that, I gotta tell you, my son, as a result of that, because you know your kids don't tend to listen to you, but he came back home because I talked about healthy fats during the talk. And he like stole my avocado. He's been like dipping into all my stuff, my healthy fats. Like today I went to have my breakfast and my stuff was gone. He claimed he didn't like it. 
you know, but I kind of made fun of people who didn't like avocados in the talk, which I get because I didn't like avocados either. Um, but one of the things that I love for my healthy fats is actually this incredible spicy mayo. All right, listen, I was not about that mayo life. All right, if somebody put mayonnaise on the sandwich, we basically weren't friends. We were associates. All right, I didn't get it. All right, but now I totally get it. And it's the quality. All right, so that typical like miracle whip, right? You got to say whip. Miracle Whip is using these hydrogenated or, or very unstable um, poly versions of these fats, right? Polyunsaturated fats. And so these are highly volatile and exposure to heat, which they use high heat processing, and they become very rancid and, and create a lot of free radical activity, right? You're just basically eating some white, creamy, free radical, all right, aging you, all right? But this is using a more stable oil, higher in saturated fat, avocado oil for this particular oil. Let me tell you where I get it from, Thrive Market, because I get it 25 to 50% off everything from Thrive Market. All right. If you're not using Thrive Market, you're, you're, you're playing yourself. All right. Stop playing yourself because this is a great way to save money and to get the very best foods possible because this is one of the things we use as an excuse. Like I can't eat healthy. It's too expensive. You know, and now they're taking that whole argument out of the picture and create an opportunity. And plus, why I really love them, every membership that's paid for, they give away a membership to somebody in need, a teacher, a veteran, all right, a low-income household. So they're hooking other people up by you stepping up and taking advantage of the Thrive Market membership. They're, ba they're basically like a Costco version of Whole Foods, right? All of these top-tier, organic, gluten-free, whatever you're, you're looking for, your particular moniker, paleo, vegetarian, whatever you're looking for, they have it and they curate the very best companies, the very best foods, all right? Non-GMO, whatever you're looking for, they have them, all right? So I'm just sharing with you what's in my cart right now. Actually, I was shopping today, this morning. So I'll share with you. So I have my, my Primal Kitchen Chipotle Lime Mayo. I didn't want to tell you about this because I don't want to go to Thrive Market and it's gone, all right? So just giving you heads up, I put it on everything. I mean everything, it's crazy. But also I've got in my cart, I'll tell you one more thing, it's in my cart, chia seeds. All right, check this out. European Journal of Clinical Nutrition, chia seeds have been found to prolong satiety. All right, so this keeps you fuller, longer, satisfied, longer. All right, chia seeds have been used for thousands of years. It's known as this kind of mystical endurance food. Like we're talking uh, messengers running like, you know, 100 plus miles and they're like popping a few chia seeds into their body. That's crazy stuff, right? But what's so interesting about chia seeds and what I really love about it is it's a great source of this soluble fiber, all right? So if you add a little water to the chia seeds, which I, which I recommend you do to get rid of some of the enzyme inhibitors and just kind of like maybe a couple tablespoons and add a little water, mix it around, it turns into like this gel and it kind of helps to, to coat that lining of your digestive tract and really make things kind of move better. All right. So keep that in mind. It's a great prebiotic, obviously, if it's doing that kind of work and a great source of uh, omega-3s as well. So good stuff for your brain and for your cell membranes. All right. So pop over, check them out. Thrivemarket.com forward slash model health. All right. Thrivemarket.com forward slash model health. That's together is one word. Not only do you get 50 to 25% off all of your favorite um, healthy food products and personal care products, by you going to that particular link, thrivemarket.com forward slash model health, you get 25% off your entire first purchase. In addition, like your whole cart, 25% more off and free shipping. 
right? Because I know that free shipping could be the deal breaker. All right, you you might order five hundred dollars worth of like whatever uh, your your Lacoste or your your Nike, and then it's like ten dollars for shipping. You're like, oh, I don't know. You may I just go to the store, you know? So you get free shipping as well. All right, so pop over there, check them out, thrivemarket.com forward slash model health. And now let's get to the iTunes review of the week. Another five-star review titled Changing My Life Completely by Jenny from Jenny Bree. I found the show about a week and a half ago, and I'm always left inspired after every episode that I listen to. Sean knows how to give tangible information with scientifically backed and legitimate studies on mind and body. He's inspirational with every message that he sends. And the tips I've received from his show have allowed me to fine tune the details in my life that are now leading me closer and closer to my goals. Thank you, Sean, for this podcast and everything that you do. Wow, wow. That is so incredible. Thank you so much for sharing that with me and for making me a part of your story. Uh, That means so much, truly. So, um, wow, thank you. And everybody, thank you for heading over to iTunes and leaving us these reviews. Please keep them coming. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. And on that note, let's get to our special guest and our topic of the day. Our guest today is CJ Quinney Jr. And listen, everybody wants to uh, marvel at the accomplishments of somebody like Michael Jordan. Right. We just marvel at that. But he wouldn't have achieved the level of success that he's had without Scottie Pippen. Right, without Phil Jackson and without the other legends in their own right who helped them to win their championships. Yes, Jordan would have been great, but legendary, considered arguably the greatest to ever play the game, he needed the right team. And wow, if, if anybody knows about building a championship team, it's our guest today, CJ. He's a born leader, gifted communicator who has served as the brain trust for Eric Thomas Empire since its inception. All right, Eric Thomas, hands down, he's a friend of the show, family, uh, number one motivational speaker on the planet by far, not even comparable. And CJ remained a mystery to the masses until recently when the Secret to Success podcast came out, which I had a hand in. I just want to, you know, throw that out there. I helped to, to, them to make this incredible show, one of the best shows out there, in which he leads alongside ET and it took the world by storm. Shortly after the world found out what few already knew, CJ is the man responsible for spearheading Eric Thomas and Associates' rise from relatively unknown to a multi-million dollar brand and the enterprising uh, uh, avenue that's seeing ET as the number one motivational speaker in the world. And I'd like to welcome to the Model Health Show my friend, CJ Quinny. What's up, man? Sean, how you doing, man? Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's my pleasure, brother. I'm very, very grateful to have you on the show today, man. So listen, man, I would love to, first of all, talk about your superhero origin story. man. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about your path that led you to doing the work that you're doing today. Yeah. So um, a a bit of a backstory in high school, I was a a much bigger guy than I am now. So if you're looking at this live stream or the the Skype version of this, you know, I was a bigger guy and I was actually I played uh, defensive tackle and was rated one of the top recruits in the state. You know, my junior senior year, unfortunately, I uh, had a couple back-to-back ACL surgeries and that kind of derailed my career. I had scholarship offers from everywhere you can imagine and thought I was going to go on and be this big NFL player. And uh, it didn't happen like that. The injuries, you know, forced me to, you know, sit down and, and not play ball anymore. And so uh, luckily I was able to get into Michigan State University 
um, trying to just find my way as a jock who wasn't actually playing anymore. Um, and so I hadn't put a ton of time into my studies. I hadn't put a ton of time into anything else except maybe football and girls. And so getting on a college <laughs> campus the size of Michigan State, I had some troubles and, you know, really struggled through my freshman and sophomore year. And then my junior year, uh, met a guy by the name of Eric Thomas, man. And, and to everybody now knows his E.T., um, and, you know, we met, man, and there was just a chemistry and a bond that was out of this world. And when I heard him talk, just like many of, you know, the people listening to the podcast who've heard him or across the world, when I heard him, I was just like captivated. And I had never really envisioned myself being anybody's Scottie Pippen or right hand or anything like that. But when I met this guy, I was like, man, I've never seen or heard anything like this. And then I saw the character in which he operated. And I told him, you know, back then as a, you know, 22 year old, I said, man, I don't know what you're doing in life, but I want to be right here next to you the entire time. And so um, long story short, man, I ended up graduating, becoming his graduate assistant at Michigan State. Uh, got my master's degree and he looked at me and said, all right, you got your degree. We're out of here. And we quit. We had no money. Um, really didn't know how we were going to make anything happen, but he said we were supposed to quit. So we quit, uh, left all our benefits and 401ks and you started a YouTube channel. And, um, I guess I'll fast forward to now, but that's really the story of how this thing got started and how this thing got built. Yeah, I love it, man. And, and if you could, since we just fast forward to now, let's talk a little bit about some of the things that you guys are doing. Yeah. Uh, when I, one of the last times I saw you. Uh, was on this incredible cruise adventure, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you guys now are having impact like internationally and working with all these incredible sports teams. Let's talk a little bit about what you guys are doing right now. Yeah, it's really been incredible. Um, you know, when you think of most speakers, you think of all of them having their particular niche, right? And they all have this, you know, space that they operate in. Either they're in football or they're in, you know, overseas or they're, you know, in the entertainment industry, whatever they are, uh, corporate maybe. E's message is so transcendent, like everybody. I've never seen, Sean, it, it blew my mind. We were actually um, in Detroit, Michigan, and we were at a juvenile justice facility. And there was a kid in there who said that uh, one of the videos, I can, I will, I must, he said, man, E, you did this video called I can, I will, I must, and it changed my life. And this kid was 16 years old and he was serving like five years in a youth jail. Uh, for something he had done when he was like 15 or 14 years old. And he said, that video, I changed my life. They let us watch it in here. You know, I can't believe it. You inspired me. Well, we were on a plane to L.A. later that night. We flew from L.A. to Melbourne, Australia. And we got to Australia and we had our first event. And there was a, a, a white female. She must have been in her mid to late 50s. And she had cancer. And she said she bought a VIP ticket. She came to the VIP event and she looked dead at E and said, I don't care about any of the business stuff you guys are talking about. I didn't even so much care to see you come speak. I came here to tell you that when I was going through chemotherapy, my students, her, her, she uh, taught, she was a teacher. She said, my students sent me the I can, I will, I must video and it changed my life forever. And I sat there, man, and it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I said, here is this young black kid in Detroit who's locked up, got the world against him, who used this video to kind of escape whatever, you know, mental prison he was in. And then boom, we fly uh, literally not even halfway across the world, Sean, across the world. And a, and, and a lady who you, you know, what, these people couldn't be any more polar opposites. And they both referenced the exact same video. 
And it's just been, it's been an incredible ride. It's been an incredible journey from the professional athletes to, you know, the huge corporate companies and, and, and everything in between. Um, it's really been fun to watch people gravitate towards, towards Eric's message the same way I did as a 22-year-old trying to figure it out in college. You know what I mean? Yeah. So these are one of the things that I see is this kind of constant thread and it's the, the diversity of the impact, you know, and that's, that's rare, you know, and Ease brand. And so I'll just share, I don't know if I ever shared this with you, man, but uh, the first person to tell me about E was my wife. Mm. And I had just done an interview on Lewis Howe's show a couple years ago. And she, I guess my wife was just keeping an eye out for it. And she popped over, I guess E's interview came out two weeks before mine. And she told me about it. She was like, you don't understand. Like, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. You know, I'm just like, why are you saying that? Mine's about to come out too. You know, I don't, you know, like, come on. And so I popped over, I checked it out. I was like, who is this guy wearing a hat too? You know, like this kind of like cool demeanor, but the knowledge, the, the passion, the ability to communicate was just so palpable and powerful, man. And so that was my introduction. And I was just like, you know, this, this individual is literally a life changer. Like when he speaks, you can't help but be impacted. And so I've seen this firsthand. I've seen E in, uh, you know, a private sector and also just on stage at big events. He's the same person through and through, but he's got this very special gift of relating to that particular audience and the people there. And with you kind of being the, the, the manager of this and the person who, who's really moved this forward, how did you, what, what was one of the first initial steps to take somebody who's great at this ability to speak, but then translated that into being a, an international brand? Yeah, I, well, I tell people all the time, the, the, the most important thing when you have a product or a brand or a service is just the availability, right? Getting it out to the people. And so one of the first things that we did was ESO Dynamic. And we wanted to, you know, share this message with the world. So that's why, you know, the first step when we quit our job was to start this YouTube channel. And we titled it, Thank God, um, uh, Thank God It's Monday. And we actually started it maybe even before we actually quit. But we, we titled it, Thank God It's Monday, because we would we worked in kind of a more corporate setting, if you will. Right. And so, Sean, we would notice that when we came in Monday morning, it was like dead in there. Like you, I mean, you could wave to people, you could say hi, and everybody, you know, would kind of like growl at you and shut their office door. Well, on Friday, you could hear like music playing, like the whole day, everybody's like jamming out. Right. And so he was like, here's the craziest part. He said, you spend money on Friday, right? That's like the day everybody goes and hangs out. But Monday is when you actually get a chance to embrace the grind and embrace everything that's going to allow you to have that great weekend. So we started, thank God it's Monday and we put it out every single week and we got so consistent with it. And to your point, that theme is applicable to everybody, right? Every like students yeah. who go to school, guess what? Monday morning, they got the blahs. I don't want to be here. Had a long weekend back at school. I got math class at 8 a.m. They don't want to be there. The teachers are kind of thinking the same thing. Boy, that was a short weekend and they're back. In the corporate America, you know, it's the same type thing. And so everybody had these Monday blues, if you will. And so we created this phenomenon and thank God it's Monday where people from all over the world began to embrace Monday and embrace everything that came with that. And so when you talk about E, yes, he's a black male from Detroit, born in Chicago and all of those things. But the themes that he talks about 
are universal themes. Like if you anybody who's ever right. listened to E talk and he talks about getting up and, and sacrifice and being a, a, of high character and high integrity and you know uh, making sure you drive through anything that's in your way, whatever themes they are, they're not themes that are only applicable to one group or another. That's that is it's human stuff. You know what I mean? Like it really is just yeah. human stuff that we all need. And so. Everybody hears him. Like my mom, you know, when she was like, hey, who is this guy? She was, I was like, well, he's a motivational speaker. And you kind of got this negative connotation about motivational speakers. And they're like, you know, coming, ascending from the heavens and kind of like doing this, you know, really weird thing. And she heard him and she was just like, I've never heard anything like that because it feels as if he's speaking directly to you because he's lived so much life, Sean. And, you know, his backstory with being homeless and you know, not knowing who his father was and all of those things and to, to be healed and to truly come through that. And now he's just using that platform, man, to kind of inspire the masses. And it's been amazing to watch and, you know, to watch people gravitate towards it has been, you know, just crazy. Yes, man. And one of those universal themes that I wanted to have you on to talk about is because this is going to ring true for everybody listening is overcoming obstacles, Yep. you know, because right now people are facing things in their life that they're having a hard time getting past. I might not even see a way of getting past. So it wasn't all like sunshine and roses when you guys were like, I'm out, let's start this thing. You know, like you went through a lot to build this brand. And also like, there was even a time that you didn't even live around the guys anymore. You were like in Europe living with your wife. Like, let's talk about that. Yeah, so uh, we had this, you know, this grand, you know, plan that we were gonna leave and start this company. So now you can imagine, I'm the first one in my family to graduate from college. I'm the first one to get a master's degree and everybody in my family thinks I'm going to be this huge entrepreneur or businessman and I'm going to make all this money and, you know, everybody's going to ride, you know, with me. And for the first few years, Sean, we actually didn't make a dime. And so we were out in the world just trying to figure it out. But I remember one particular time um, I was traveling with my wife, right? And she works for General Electric and she's a beast, man. She kills it. And we were on program, as what you were talking about, moving all over the world. So we were actually on a program. Uh, it was a corporate audit staff. And everybody, you know, in the program moves. You move every four months. Well, out of the 50 people or so that traveled on this program, let's say 20 of them were married, right? 30 single, 20 married. Of the 20 that were married, my wife being included in that number, there were 19 wives that traveled with their husband. And there was one husband who traveled with his wife. And that was me traveling with my wife. And I remember going to corporate parties and I remember going to their, you know, Halloween parties and Christmas parties. And people would always ask me like, hey, how long are you in town for? <laughs> and I would say like, hey, I actually live with my wife. They're thinking I flew in like I got some business I run or I'm doing something big and bad somewhere else. And I fly in for the Christmas party, whatever. And I would tell them, Sean, that I actually lived with my wife and they would say, oh, because they're obviously I'm not doing any real work if I'm traveling every four months. And I remember feeling like, man, almost less of a man, just to be honest. And I'm, I'm not, you know, sexist or anything like not that a, a woman can't provide. I'm not saying that. But I know the way they looked at me, like, what kind of man are you to just be traveling, you know, around the country and letting your wife support you? And so there were some hard times, man. And I remember one time I tried to go out and get a job substitute teaching and he called me and was like, man, get out of there. You're not substitute teaching. We got a dream to go after. And so there were some dark times and some hard moments and some doubts and some fears and 
You know, I had to, a couple of times I had to call my mom and borrow money. Now imagine this. Here I am, graduated with a master's degree. My mom and dad poured everything they had into helping me go to college. And now I'm turning around two years later and I got to borrow 500 bucks from my mom. And it was tough, man. And it, it was tough to hold on to that dream. It was tough to hold on to E being the number one speaker in the world when it seems like the world is against you. And so there was a lot of dark times, but I think E always kept the vision in front of me. I think he did a great job of reiterating the fact that, hey, we're right on track. We're doing what we need to be doing. It's going to break for us sometime. We're going to catch that break. And so we just kept working, man. And eventually we caught that break. And I'm so grateful now uh, because my life looks so different. And I can't imagine what would have happened if I'd have just caved and been like, all right, man, I'm just going to get a nine to five, you know, down the street and just do something I don't like because I'm worried about the pressures of the outside world. Man, thank you so much for sharing that, man. That's even another layer that I didn't know about. And man, I just want to to parallel that and share with everybody that, you know, everybody's story is going to look a little different, you know, but you're going to, especially if you've, if you're going to do something outside of the paradigm of what you see as average and normal, you're going to come up against some serious resistance. And one of the greatest lessons, and we're going to keep coming back to this in this conversation is to keep moving forward, mm -hmm. you know, just keep moving forward. And you guys just didn't give up. And so I would love to shift gears a little bit to talk about also with the company, you know, uh, there's somebody right now, there's a person saying, I want to do this, but I don't have the opportunity. I want to do this. I don't have the connections and to, for them to do the work they're passionate about. What can you say about that? And let's talk a little bit about like you guys were, you wouldn't even uh, be allowed to speak at schools for free. Yeah. Like you were reaching out to schools, like we'll come for free and they're getting turned down. Yeah, no. And and so the, the thing I would tell somebody, and you're, and you're absolutely right, here I am with the greatest motivational speaker in the world and I'm calling middle schools and they're going, ah, we'll pass. Uh, we don't have time for that. And what I would tell people out there is create your own opportunity. We didn't wait for somebody to book us for an engagement. Guess what? YouTube was free. YouTube, they let us put as much content, as many videos as we wanted on there. They allowed us to do as much as we wanted. And so guess what? What we ended up doing by creating our own opportunity leveraged, leveraged us to be here. So I told a, a group of entrepreneurs this the other day. So the guru story, the famous story that he's famous for. And if, if, if somebody listening hasn't heard, you know, the guru story, just type in Eric Thomas, you know, guru story on YouTube and it'll come up. This video is probably one of the most viewed motivational speeches in the entire world. Uh, what people don't know is that opportunity in that video has probably 100 million views. Sean, that was created out of a free program that we just started at Michigan State. We start bringing pizza to a room every Tuesday night and we were like, hey, come in here, we'll feed you pizza, just let us talk to you. And they came and there was about 50 kids that ended up coming that night and out of it came one of the greatest motivational speeches ever. Guess what we, we did? We recorded it, we put it on YouTube and the world find out, found out about it and now Eric's largely regarded as one of the top speakers in the world, but we created our own opportunity. The world is not gonna give you anything. The world's not gonna just drop down and give you a business plan. They're not gonna give you a loan. They're not gonna give you any of that. But if you create your own opportunity and operate in excellence, you will attract excellence. So every single week, we operated in that excellence. See, because some people, Sean, will start, they'll do Thank God It's Monday, they might do it five weeks. They might do it seven weeks. They yeah. might do it 15, 30 weeks. 
Sean, we've been doing TGIM, thank God it's Monday, every single week for over 10 years now. And still to this day, we're doing thank God it's Monday because we want to make sure that we're always in control of our own destiny. And so as long as we keep giving excellence out, we keep getting excellence back. So no excuses, no complaints. Create your own opportunity and opportunities to just throw themselves at you. Yeah, man. And that's what's happening with you guys today. It's just like overwhelming how much interest and you know requests that you guys have it's it's insane and uh, you know i want to also parallel this one with when we first kind of connected and we were working on getting you guys' podcasts going mm -hmm. which is one of the top 10 podcasts all the time in the personal development space and the number one key that i share with you which you guys really got which is why i love you guys so much you get it like you get it and you execute Number one thing I said is to be Captain Consistency. Yep. No matter what, no matter what happens, you guys need to put out a new episode every single week. Yep. People will be expecting that, and you have to keep showing up. You want this to be like their favorite TV show yep. when they were a kid. You know, for me, it was 7 p.m. on Mondays. That's when ALF came on, <laughs> all right? Gordon Shumway, is, it's, it's Sean time, you know? And my grandma, she had her thing, like— Equalizer, mm -hmm. right? But that's when that, it was like the -na 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 -na. It's the Equalizer and also Magnum PI. When those two shows on, no other time does she mess with me. I'm, I'm Sean is the king of the house. But when when uh, Tom Selleck comes on with the bushy, sexy mustache, I got to get out, Absolutely. right? I got to go find something to do, you know. So that's what we want to be for for the people, and that's what you're what you're saying. So guys, just keep showing up. Most people just quit. They give up. Just keep moving forward. So, man, I would love to talk about, you know, because with that, the, the thing that jumps into mind is like, that's that's easier said than done, Sean. That's easier said than done, CJ. What a, I've got this fear. Mm -hmm. And at our mastermind we just had in Atlanta recently, which, guys, you better get connected to what we're doing. Come hang out with us. Breathe University. Yes. All right, go to breatheu.com. Um, but we were at this mastermind, and you shared this great story about about fear, about using fear, mm -hmm. when you had this experience of being moved up to varsity. Yeah. Can you share that story? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so I, I think fear is, first and foremost, something that we all experience. Like fear, if anybody tells you they've never been fearful, they're absolutely lying. And so I, I like to share this story because um, I, I experience fear on a daily basis, right? We all have these anxieties and these things. And so I tell the story of, um, I had never played football before until the ninth grade. And my dad kind of dragged me out of the bed in the ninth grade and was like, you're going to play football. And I was like, I don't want to play football. He was like, I don't care. And my dad was, he was the captain of the house. And so he called all the shots. And so I got my butt up on the football field and I went out there with all my ninth grade friends and I dominated, right? I was just a natural athlete. I was a basketball player at the time, but I was still strong enough to play football. So I played freshman football amongst all my peers and I dominated. And I got a call after my, uh, the, the, the school year was over in the summer from the head varsity coach. And he called me and he said, hey, CJ, we watched all your film from freshman year and you're coming up to play varsity. And I was like, whoa. I'm like, I don't know about that because I'm in the weight room with the varsity guys and these guys are throwing around you know, 350 pounds, 375 on the bench, you know, they're yelling, they're big, they're strong. And I remember feeling like, whoa, I'm going to get killed. And so all summer I'm working out, trying to get on their level, but I see I'm not on their level. And so finally we get out to the practice field in the first few days, Sean, if anybody's ever played football, 
you don't pad up the first week. The first week is kind of just conditioning and you do like some fitting stuff and you run and you get your conditioning together. And then that second week is when you actually put on the pads, right? So I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for, to, to put on the pads. We all get padded up. And I remember all the seniors and the juniors, I'm a sophomore now, are just talking crazy to me. Man, when we get out on that field, your little sophomore butt, we're going to smash you, stomp you. We're going to kick you in the ground. And I'm, I'm literally like, my, my hands are shaking. And so we lined up and I was on scout team D and we were playing against the first string offense. And I just remember getting in my three point stance and putting my hand in the ground. And there were, I was playing against a guy named Biggie and he, he earned his name. He probably bitched <laughs> 400 pounds, he probably six foot one. And I mean, he was a large human being. And he was talking crazy to me the whole way. They're like yelling in the huddle. And I got down and I put my hand in the ground. And I remember saying, all right, Lord, it's either him or me. And I, I, they said, huh, the quarterback had the ball. And I charged in there. And I hit him harder than probably to even my rest of my career, harder than I had ever hit anybody in my life. He flew back, kind of did a double backflip on the ground. And he had to sit out the rest of practice. And I tell people that because there's two types of people. There's the type of people like myself, Sean, and yourself who take that fear and we use it as adrenaline and we use it to wake up in the morning and we use it to do excellent podcasts and we use it to be excellent husbands and we use it to be excellent fathers and we just go after it, beast mode, because we, we're scared of the fear of failure. We're scared of what happens if, I, if I'm not a great husband? What happens if I'm not a great entrepreneur? What happens if I don't land any more contracts? Are they gonna take my house? We all have those things that we think about. Everybody has those fears. The difference is I get up and use that as a rocket booster to put on my back to go for it. Whereas some people go, oh my God, and they clam up and they don't wanna ever do anything. And guess what? When you don't do anything and you go that clam up route and you go into your shell and you don't you try anything or you don't try to be great or you don't try to pursue excellence, that very thing you're scared of becomes real. So I think having a fear, a healthy fear is absolutely a great thing. And that's the thing. I wanna tell every single person out there who hasn't achieved what they wanna achieve. Eric Thomas has fear. Sean Stevenson has fear. The only difference between you and them is they use that fear to push them. They wake up and that fit, that's what gets Eric Thomas up at three o'clock in the morning. The fear of having to tell his wife, hey, you gotta go back to work even though you've been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. I'm gonna need you to go back to work for eight hours a day because we can't afford to have you home. You don't think he has a healthy fear of that? He absolutely does. But if you can use that fear to push you, Right? You're not crazy for having fears. If, if somebody's told you that, oh, you're soft and you're a scaredy cat, no, 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 no. We all have them. Allow it to push you and not bury you. Mm, man, listen. Man, man, man. Oh, man. I, I'm just already, man, this is, I've never heard fear talked about in that context before. Well, you, you, here's the thing, Sean. You, if you, you, you know what I mean. Like, we hear fear, and it's almost like you look at an Eric Thomas and you go, man, if I had his level of, you know, ha, ah, and I just had his level of beast mode, man, I would be on fire. Yeah. And if I had, you know, Sean's, you know, don't care attitude, I'm going for it. Listen, man, people are gonna judge you. People are gonna say your podcast stinks. We actually have a segment on our podcast called The Negative Feedback, where I read all the reviews of people telling <laughs> me they can't stand my guts. They wish I would stop talking about my kids. Your whole family's ugly. Guess what? I just embrace it. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm no longer going to live my life based on what people think or the fear of 
What if I put it out and people don't like it? What if I go after this contract and I don't get it? What if I go after that promotion and they say no? Guess what? The de facto answer is already no. I had a friend, Sean, who we were at the bar one time and I told him to go talk to this young lady because, you know, they were kind of catching eyes. And he said, uh, man, you know, I don't want to go up to her. What if she says no? And I said, man, you got to go after it. She's there. I don't see a ring on her finger. Go for it. And he said to me, I get it. It's like high risk, high reward. And I said, no, 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 no. Not, a, not at all. I said, it's only high reward. And I said, there is no risk. You already don't have her phone number. So if you walk away and she throws a drink at you, you walk away without her number, you still don't have it. There's absolutely no risk. But in our mind, we create this fake monster under the bed. My son's four years old, so we've been dealing with this monster thing. I have to get up and show him that it's not under the bed. And sometimes as grown people and as adults, we have this fear or this monster under our bed that doesn't exist. I told my friend, you already don't have the young lady's number. If we leave right now, you'll never have it. The only thing that could come out of it worse or better than where you are right now is her saying yes and giving her your phone number. You literally have nothing to lose. And so when you operate with that healthy fear and you just go after it and say, hey, I've got nothing to lose, I would rather go out there and give my full effort and lose then sit back and wonder what would it, what would have happened if I gave it my all. And so I think fear kind of gets talked about in this negative light. And people are like, don't let the fear, what, don't have any fear, don't be fearless. No, no, no. Have fear. Use the fear, though. All right. So I, I just I, I like to break yeah. it down like that, because I think, Sean, we do people a disservice when we act like, oh, I don't have any fear. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I started a company off a YouTube channel. No fear. I just thought it would. I knew it was going to work. I, I guarantee we were going to build a multimillion dollar company. Absolutely not. I was scared out of my mind. I woke up every day. But guess what? That's what allowed me to work 14, 15 hour days. That's what allowed me to make that phone call when, you know, the person already told me no. That's what allowed me to call him back a week later and go, are you sure? And a week later and go, are you sure? Because I had that fear of if I don't make this happen, this, you know, ultimately I'll have to go back and maybe live in my mom's basement. I don't, I'm scared of that. And so I mm -hmm. use that fear to push me every day, Sean. Man, uh, awesome, man. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, man. Mm -hmm. Wow. So despite fear, you know, despite overcoming our, our fear, despite experiencing it, feeling it and still doing it anyway, accomplishing our goals and being successful is still relative, mm -hmm. all right? So I want to talk about this because I was listening to the show that you guys put out a little while ago, yeah. and you shared this example of a $3 million house, which was just like, it knocked yeah. my socks off personally. Yeah. So let's talk about that because there's a big underlying issue that I want to get to with this, but let's let's share that story. Yeah, no, it's all relative. And, and you know, now you're in different spaces, right? And so um, we had a, a property that we were looking at and it was a, we, we have a, a business opportunity that we're working on and we were going to zone this property for commercial use. Uh, but the guy had it, it was a beautiful house. It was a $3 million house here in Georgia. And, um, we got to the house and the guy's giving us a tour of the house and he's showing us all around. And I'm like, man, this is an incredible house. A $3 million goes a long way in North Georgia, right? And so we're we're about an hour outside of Atlanta and we're looking at this house and I mean, it's incredible. It's got, you know, pools, jacuzzis, you know, theater, movie theaters in it. It's got, you know, a very rustic old, you know, feeling. I mean, this is, I think it was on 150 acres and had to be about maybe 15,000 square foot home. Just an incredibly, you know, beautifully built home. And I remember standing in there going, wow, 
one of these days I'm going to be in a position to maybe have a house like this or whatever. And so as we're talking to the guy, the guy loves the house. And so he's actually showing us the house, right? He's actually in charge of, you know, we don't have a realtor there. He's showing us the house itself and he's showing it to us. And he, out of the, you know, he wasn't even, I don't think the guy was trying to brag or anything, but he said, yeah, I actually don't live here. I use this house as for like game nights and like brainstorming weekends with my buddies. Anytime we want to, you know, get together and discuss some business plans, we go to this $3 million mansion and we just discuss business plans for the weekend and we fly out and it sits vacant for five days a week. About 20 minutes later in the tour, he's, we go downstairs and he's actually storing the boat for an owner of one of the Atlanta sports teams. And he says to us, man, these guys right here, the guy whose boat I'm storing, man, that guy's rich. He said, I'm not one of those wealthy guys. Like, don't think of me. I'm, I'm nowhere near these guys. I'm not even wealthy. And so, Sean, here's a guy who has a $3 million playhouse who does not consider himself wealthy. And I told what I was explaining to people at, Master, at the Masters of the Game, at the Mastermind was success and happiness and all of those things are relative. They really are. There's somebody who would walk in my house right now. It's 3,000 square feet. It's a fairly decent brick home and think, oh my God, do you need help, right? Like this is, this is, it must be a tragedy. Do your kids have to live here, right? And then, so I say that to say, you have to embrace where you are. You have to embrace where you are in life. You have to embrace what your successes look like. I judge my success, Sean, and, and, and this is the honest to God's truth. And I think this is how, you know, I stay sane because I have a lot of very wealthy friends now who do, you know, much better than I do financially. I judge myself off of where I was yesterday. I want to get better every single day. And the only person I compare myself with is myself. I try to see where were you last year in terms of your spiritual development, in terms of your health. Meeting you, Sean, has been a blessing. You've helped me so much with my health because I lost the weight, but I wasn't toning up. I wasn't getting back on the weights like I needed to. I wasn't eating the way I needed to. I wasn't drinking my Organifi like I needed to. And so I got that information and now I'm looking at myself last year and I go, well done, CJ. You know, well done. You're doing better than you were. And I think, Sean, we live in this era where, you know, with Facebook and Instagram and all these social media platforms, you're looking at everybody's highlight reel and you're looking at everybody's best life going, man, I'm not on that level or that level of success is not for me. Stop worrying about that and just try to get better every day. The things you actually care about, just worry about getting better at those every day. Because guess what? I was almost depressed for two seconds when my man told me he had a $3 million house that was a playhouse and he didn't consider himself wealthy. I said, well, I might as well go jump in the soup line if you don't consider yourself wealthy. So <laughs> it is all relative, Sean. Yeah, no doubt, man. And thank you. You actually just tied in exactly the point that I wanted to make of if you're going to compare, I love this, this statement of when you compare yourself, you negate yourself, mm -hmm. right? And there's another one that says, when you compare yourself, you silence God. Mm. And I remember hearing Wayne Dyer say that, and it really struck me because especially in our culture today, that's what we're constantly doing. We're looking at everybody's highlight reels, right? And actually, you know, it's not necessarily the real reels, you know? And so we're co constantly comparing ourselves. And so how do we straddle that line of actually seeing something that's inspirational for us, but then staying in our lane and understanding like the best comparison and only comparison I'm going to have is comparing me to me. Yeah. And so Sean, I, and I, I'll teach for a minute and forgive me. 
Um, when, when people come out to our conferences, what I tell them is you have to find your unique gift, right? I call it your unique selling proposition. You have to find your USP. And people always say, well, how do I find my gift? All right, for everybody in podcast, listener land, write this down. Your gift is what comes easy to you that's hard for most. All right, let me say it slow. Well, your gift is what comes easy to you that's hard for most. So I found my gift in the fifth grade, Sean. I remember uh, Miss Freeman was the class, right? My teacher, Miss Freeman, shout out to Miss Freeman if she's listening. We were in fifth grade and we had a group project. Everybody knows group projects. So I got this group project, right? And we're in the group project and I get paired up with these four young ladies and it's just me, I'm the only guy. And we get in the group project and all the girls said, uh, listen, CJ, we'll do all the work. We just don't want to talk in front of the class. And I said, you know what? I don't want to do any work and I love to talk. So this sounds like a match made in heaven. <laughs> and so right then I figured out, oh, I have the gift to be able to speak publicly, right? So what happens, Sean, is we look at other people's gifts and then we start to become envious because we don't have that. Real quick story, I hope you don't mind sharing. I wrote a book called My Secret Superpower for my son. All right, my son is four years old and I wrote it because I, I, obviously, you know, my, my son is a, a, a young black male and everybody would always come up to him and say, oh, are you a football player? Are you a basketball player? And I know they didn't mean any harm, right? I, I'm not saying they meant any harm by it, but I always used to look at them and go, whoa, what if he wanted to be an artist or, you know, uh, play the piano or what if he wanted to like go to be a Wall Street investor? I don't know. What, what if he just has these other gifts and everybody would say, are you going to be a football player or a basketball player? And so I wrote this book, Sean, and, and, and I'm not plugging the book. I'm not. I promise you I'm not. Um, but I wrote this Man, book. You got, you got to plug it. I got to yeah, jump I, in here. I, I, I yeah. love the book. My son loves the book. So yeah, good. Yeah, thank you, man. That means a lot. But I, so I wrote this book called My Secret Superpower, and I wrote it for my son, right? I dedicated it to my son. And so in the book, my son basically comes home and he says, Dad, 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 you're never going to believe what happened. I got lost in the jungle today. And I say, oh, really? He's like, you want to hear the story? I say, yeah, tell me the story. So he's like, man, I was walking through the jungle and I'm lost. And all of a sudden, all of, a sudden out of nowhere, a rabbit pops out. Riley the rabbit. He says, Riley, can you help me get home? And Riley the rabbit says, hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm too small, too short. I could never help you get home. I'm sorry. And Trey goes, hey, you're small and you're short, but you can jump really high, right? Can you jump over these bushes and see if you see my house? So Riley goes, you're right, I can jump high. So boom, Riley jumps high in the sky and he looks over the bushes. He said, hey, Trey, I didn't see your house, but I did see Gary the gorilla. So Trey goes to Gary the gorilla. He says, hey, Gary, you know, can you help me find my house? And Gary goes, whoa, buddy, no way. I'm way too big. I'm way too slow. I could never help you find your house. And Trey goes, you're big, but you're strong, right? And he goes, yeah, I'm strong. He goes, do you think you could knock down these bushes? Help us get to the other side. Sean, long story short, he comes up against Cody the Crocodile, who, uh, you know, says that his eyes don't work very well. And he's got these really short arms. Trey says, you're a great swimmer. He, uh, he comes up against Jenny the Giraffe, who's too tall and she's insecure about her neck. But Trey says, you can see high in the sky. They find Bella the Bluebird, who's too little, but she can fly. And so she looks at and finds the house. And so they use teamwork to get back to the house. And so when I was writing this book, I was writing it for my son to show him that whatever your secret superpower is, embrace it. Here the rabbit is, you know, worried that, you know, she can't do anything because she's too small. And here's the very next character, the gorilla, who's worried about doing, he can't do anything because he's too big. And so I was trying to show my son that whatever your secret superpowers that God gave you, whatever that gift is for you, whatever comes easy to you, that's hard for most, it wasn't, e it wasn't hard for the gorilla to be strong. It wasn't hard for the bunny to jump really high. Those were God-given things that they were given. And after I got done writing it, I wanted to write it for my son. I really said, man, this is for adults too, because I'm bringing this back full circle, Sean, to your point. 
We get to looking at other people and go, man, if I could only speak like E.T., if only I was a wealth of knowledge about health like Sean is, if only I could do branding the way CJ does, if only I could jump like LeBron James, instead of saying, whoa, look at me, look at all of these gifts I have. I see people do stuff that I, like literally, Sean, if you told me to draw a picture of a house, it would, I, it would look like my four-year-old son drew. I just can't draw. But you have people who sit down and can create amazing portraits. But it seems like as humans and even as adults, that, you know, on Instagram or all these other things, we see other people's gift, right? We see somebody in network marketing and we get in network marketing and we don't make 50 cents in network marketing. We don't get one person in our downline and we go, oh, I'm a failure. I can't do it. No, that's not where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be doing something totally different. And so that's why I tell people embrace your own gifts, embrace your own secret superpowers, and the rest of the things will come natural for you because once you fall in your gift, you'll start performing in excellence. And again, excellence attracts excellence. So I think we just need uh, to stop comparing and to add another quote to your, your uh, recipe. I heard a quote that said, comparison is the thief of joy. And I absolutely believe that. So embrace who you are and what you are. Man. That's incredible, man. So we got some huge insights about comparison here and really tapping in and identifying your own secret superpower. Mm -hmm. We'll put the link to the book in the yeah, show yeah, notes. I appreciate that. If you've got kids, you've definitely got to get this book. Yeah, you know, you, my man. son, uh, my son, Brayden, who's six, uh, I'm just going to say it. He's very choosy about his books. There you, go. you know, like he's really into superheroes, really into Ninjago. Like that's his jam. He's all about the Lego world. And so me sliding his book in, I, you know, he was like, I don't know. <laughs> these animals. Man, he loved it. Like awesome. after it's done, he even talked about it the next day. You know, like it really awesome. made an impact, man. So that's awesome. awesome. So and by the way, so you mentioned your health transformation, yeah. which I want to talk about. Yeah. And before I do, I also want to give a quick shout out because, you know, segue alert, Organifi. You mentioned Organifi as well. And this can be one of those power players. As I was talking to the kids at the high school that I mentioned in the opening, uh, one of the big keys that I wanted them to walk away with and use today and moving forward into, into college is just make sure you're getting your micronutrient basis covered. Don't worry so much about the macros. Like so many people are caught up in the fats, proteins, carbohydrates, calorie paradigm, which those things matter, but they can't do their jobs without micronutrients. And so this is one of the ways that we really make sure that we're getting those micronutrient bases covered. Because here, let me give you an example. Micronutrients are essentially like little keys that unlock processes that enable proteins to do their job. So if we look at something like selenium being a, a micronutrient, your thyroid literally can't operate correctly, which your thyroid is kind of like the metabolic governor of your entire body. Like it's controlling your ability to burn fat or store fat is controlled by your thyroid gland. Selenium deficiency can be just absolute havoc on your system. Uh, magnesium, this is the number one mineral deficiency that I'm seeing in the world today. Also, you know, other experts see as well. At least 80% of the population deficient in this particular mineral. There's 325 processes that depend on magnesium being present. One, one of them, I said president, being present, one of them being just your ability to just experience having energy. All right, we don't just operate on energy like, uh, you know, we have this in energy currency called ATP. It has to bond with magnesium in order for it to be the ac active form. So if you're deficient and wonder why you're not recovering, wonder why your sleep is off, wonder why you have aches and pains, this one simple deficiency, you know? And so it's, it's, it can be difficult today to get the food in necessary because we just don't live in the same environment that our ancestors lived in where they got a wide variety of things depending on seasons and all this good stuff. So 
getting Organifi in there because it's cold processed using the most potent superfoods available. So you actually get the stuff you think you're getting. All right. So when we talk about magnesium, anything green, because it's the center of the chlorophyll molecule, uh, anything green is really going to provide you a great source of magnesium. All right. You're going to see the magnesium. You're going to see zinc and copper and all that good stuff. Get those micronutrients in, in a way that your body can actually use it by using Organifi. All right, guys. So head over to Organifi.com forward slash model. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash model. Guess what? 20, sitting on 20s, 20% off is crazy. All right. I got it in my, my, my bag right now. Never leave home without it. All right. Especially when I travel, just gives me that extra insurance. All right. So check them out. Organifi.com forward slash model, 20% off forever. All right. Now let's talk about this transformation, man. You mentioned yeah. you were a big guy back mm -hmm. in the day, you know, mm -hmm. and being a lineman that, and that whole thing and also experiencing a bunch of injuries yeah. recently, man. And I don't know if you've talked about this, like in this way before, but you've lost close to a hundred pounds, man. So yeah. let, let's talk about this. How did, how, first of all, how did you get in that position where you were that far off from your ideal uh, state of health? Let's talk about that first. Well, I think, you know, being an athlete and being a lineman, you know, being that big is not necessarily frowned upon, right? And so being 320 pounds, 330 pounds is not a bad thing. If you're attempting to be an NFL player, um, you know, obviously those guys are massive, right? And so I never really saw a, saw a problem with it. And so kind of when, when school was over and I wasn't playing anymore, I didn't have that same drive to then lose the weight because I was already a big guy. People knew me as a big guy, you know, and to be honest with you, Sean, I was 320 pounds. You saw the picture, I think, when I was at my heaviest. I, I, did, I wasn't one of those guys who had like a huge, I was just a massive human being. I, I wasn't necessarily like, you know, super, you know, belly heavy and those kind of things. And so I never really had the, the motivation to lose it, I guess you could say. It, it didn't bother me. I was still very active. I still felt fine. I still woke up. I still went to the gym. I ate what I wanted to eat. And, you know, life was good for lack of, I was married. You know, I didn't really, my wife didn't seem to mind. And so the day my son was born, and, and I'll forget, I'll never forget it. It was January 4th, 2014. My son was born and I looked at him and I just said, man, I will do anything in my power to make sure I'm around for him as long as I can possibly be. And so it hit me that day. I was, um, I was 30 years old. And I said, if you're 320 some odd pounds at 30, how much are you going to weigh at 40? And then how much are you going to weigh at 50? Just by sheer osmosis, if you don't change anything, if you don't change something, it may not be a huge deal to you at this second at 30 because you're still, you know, playing ball and you're still running around and you're still at the gym and you can still move around good. But do you think you're going to lose this weight at 40 or maybe 50 or maybe 60? And I'm not saying you can't do that, but just in my own mind, I'm 30 years old. I have to do this for my son. And so I got serious that day. I mean, literally that day, Sean, I probably went up to the cafeteria and had a salad. And since that day, I have made the commitment to always honor and value my health at the highest of levels. Now, I'm not a vegan, you know, I'm not any, you know, these crazy, you know, diets that people are super disciplined, 
but I am pretty strict on my diet. I don't do the pizza and cheeseburgers and stop at Wendy's, McDonald's, and Burger King like I used to. I cut all of that stuff out. I try to cook at home as much as I can. I try to use Whole Foods as much as I can. And I'm down 100 pounds, man, and I feel better. I got more energy. Uh, thank God I lost the weight because my son's four years old. And, and Sean, you're right there. Those kids got a lot of energy. And it can be tough if you don't have the energy to keep up with them. And so it's been, it's been an absolute blessing to lose that weight, to get the weight off for, it probably took me about a year and a half to lose it. And I've kept it off, you know, to this day within a few pounds. And now me and you are making some changes based on your recommendations. And I honestly feel fantastic, man. I feel strong. You know, I feel full of life. I feel vibrant. You're plugging the Organifi. I've been drinking Organifi, and this is not a plug. I've been drinking Organifi since Sean told me about maybe a year and a half, two years ago about it. I literally have drink, uh, drink this stuff every single day. Um, and I just feel great, man. I feel awesome. I feel full of life. I feel more energetic about my business endeavors and hopping on and off planes and all of those things. Man, I don't get sick as much. I told somebody I don't even get common colds and I'm not, you know, I'm not Superman, but I just keep my body pretty healthy, man. And I feel awesome. And it's been, you know, now I got a daughter to add added to the mix. So she's one. So I want to be around for her as long as possible. But it really was. It, it started with a decision, Sean. Yeah. And it always does, man. And uh, man, that's such a powerful story. And I'm just really um, if I could be in a position to say this, man, I'm just proud of you because Thank you. so often, you know, we go through these trials and we work so hard to achieve something and there's not a big like sense of applause and acknowledgement for something like you're literally in the one percentile of people being able to accomplish a goal like that. And it's not an accident and we can get more people into that percentile and grow mm -hmm. it. But it's just mm -hmm. tapping into some of the things that you've been talking about. And he did yeah. this despite the injuries. You're like, he just found a way. So I want you to keep yeah. that in mind, too, because this is one of the things we often talk about is, you know, I can't do it because, you know, fill in the blank. Despite whatever circumstances, there is a way, you know, and just keep moving forward. If he can't get in here and do these box squats, you do something else. You know, there's so yeah. many different paths to the goal. And just, I just want people to keep that in mind, man. So thank you for sharing yeah, that. And you, and I, and I'll just share one thing. And I don't even know if I told you, but man, you told me, you said it to me a, a while ago, and it just stuck with me. You said, you know, when I first kind of got on the journey, and I was, you know, going with it, and I would always be asking you about cheat days and stuff like that. And you looked dead at me. You said, "Yo, you cannot out-exercise a bad diet." And that one sentence alone, it literally changed my life. Because I used to think like, oh man, if I could just, you know, I can pig out and I'll just go super hard at the gym. And you said, man, you can't out-exercise a bad diet. And that stuck with me, man. And I, uh, I take my diet very seriously. And you know, the crazy thing is, man, people think it's, it's not that I don't like burgers anymore. It's not that I don't love a deep dish pizza. I, Sean, I'd eat a deep dish pizza every single night for the rest of my life if I could. But I have priorities now. That deep dish, does not taste as good as it's going to feel seeing my daughter get married. That burger does not taste as good as it is going to feel to see my son get his college degree, all right? And so we all have those temptations. You have to make the decision what's most important for you. Mm, 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 mm. Wow. 
All right, man. So, you know, what's crazy is that I wrote down for you to talk about uh, folks who are saying, you know, I don't know if my, what my gift is. And you just came. We got this vibe, man. We've got a vibe. I apologize. Uh, this connection. No, no, no. Yeah. This is good, man, because you didn't know what in the world I was going to talk to you about. Yeah. And I've never heard you talk about that before. But yeah. here's the thing. This is one of the reasons that we all got together and we collaborated, you know, in talking about, you know, even in this health space, man. There's information out there's infinite information, but what's transformative, you know? And so this is what you guys do. This is what I do. We make sure that the information is something that people that's really tangible and that they can actually use to change their lives. Yeah. And so we've all gotten together and we're working together with Breathe University. Yeah. And this is just an incredible outlet and resource. The community is amazing. And let's, I'm just going to pass it to you. Talk about Breathe yeah. University and why people want to be involved with so, it. So uh, of all the things that we've ever done and we've traveled the world and we've been in some pretty high profile places and all of these things, Breathe University is the most special thing on the planet to me as it relates to the work we've done because it was really birthed out of a very organic space. We would have people all the time who say, ET, man, I'm listening to your videos. I'm waking up early and I'm doing this, but nobody in my family wants to do it. And everybody in my family thinks I'm crazy. And all my friends think I'm crazy. And I try to let, make them listen to the videos and they don't want to listen. And so I get stuck because I'm in this space where I'm on fire and everybody else is cool around me, right? They're cooled off. And so it's hard for me to keep that fire lit. And so we looked at each other and we said, man, we have got to build a community of, of like-minded individuals who are want to get serious about their health, their finances, their families, their marriages. We got to create a place where these like-minded people can come for those people who don't have that support system that we need. And so we created Breathe University and we didn't know what we were doing. We literally just kind of like put out a platform and we're like, hey, come join us. And now, man, it has turned into a thriving community of individuals from all over the world. And I mean that all over the world. There are countries from all over uh, the world who participate in Breathe University, people from every country you can imagine. And it, it really is just a place of safety. It's a place of, uh, of comfort. It's a place where people will push you. We have fitness challenges on there. We have, you know, Sean, you're obviously delivering, you know, quality content on there. We have financial workshops. We have marital workshops. We have everything you can imagine. And it's all this positivity in one space. Now we have people doing meetups and New York and you know California and Texas where they're coming together and when we come into a city we do dinner with them it's just been incredible man to watch this community grow and watch people who you know used to not have a network of positive people you're not crazy because you're trying to you know be in shape you're not crazy because you want to wake up and work out you're not crazy because you want to have positive relationships and now man we've built this community that's just been incredible people are getting jobs through Breathe University. People are, uh, we, I think we're close to having our first marriage through Breathe University. It's just a positive thing, man. And it's just been incredible to watch the community grow. Um, obviously, man, you're a huge part of that. And I, I wanna say this really quick, cause I don't know if I have a chance to say it later. Um, for you guys listening, uh, a lot of times when you're listening to your favorite podcast or you're listening to your favorite show or you see your favorite, in Sean's case, health expert, it's different when you meet them in person, all right? It's, it's, I can't explain it, but you know, they may, they're a little standoffish or maybe a little Hollywood and we've met people from all over. And I remember thinking, man, I'm a big fan of this guy or this lady. And then you meet them and you're like, wow, it just breaks your heart because they're not who they say they are. I know you guys listen to Sean, you love him and you probably don't need me to say this, 
but you guys are following the right guy. He literally is who he says he is. I've had a chance to go out to dinner with him and his family. I've had a chance to spend time with his wife and his sons. He is exactly who he says he is. And Sean, I just want to appreciate the information and the authenticity and the amount that you actually care about your listeners is incredible. The time you put in, and I don't know if they all understand the level of commitment, but it has been inspiring for me to watch. And I I just, I'm grateful to have you a part of our family as well, man. Kudos to you on everything that you do. Man, wow, I get the chills, man. Thank you so much. Man, that means that means the world to me, man. Thank you so much for taking a second to share that, man. Wow. So listen, guys, this has been powerful beyond words. And this is just scratching the surface. There's so many other things I want to talk to you about. We'll have you back on, man. And man, by the please. way, guys, so we're doing with Breathe You calls every week. ET's on the calls. I do about one call a month. I'm on there as well. Uh, regularly on the Secret to Success podcast as well. It's the only podcast that I'm like that. I'm. This is the Model Health Show, but then I, that's my family as well. So make sure to subscribe to Secret to Success podcast. But more so, you need to be a part of Breathe You, man. I mean, we I've personally done courses in there for you. We've got a, a sleep course. We've got some nutrition one-on-one stuff. We've got uh, courses on like speaking from E, finances, like so many incredible resources from the very best people on the planet. So let them know the URL to get connected. Yeah, breatheuniversity.com, man. We are, um, we, we are up and running, as Sean said, man. We have meetups. There's you know, discounted tickets to live events. There's, you know, modules from Sean, from ET, from myself. There's branding workshops. There's marital calls that we're doing. There's just all kind of positivity, man. So go to breatheuniversity.com and uh, we would love for you to rock with us. And this is, again, not one of these things where Sean and CJ and ET are talking about it and then you get there and there's Mike, Greg, and Derek and you're like, where the heck are Sean, (laughs) CJ, and ET? We are literally on the calls every single week. We're answering your questions directly. You can talk to Sean. He does a question and answer segment that he could probably come on and do question and answer the whole time because everybody just loves to ask him questions. But you're actually on there building with us, man. And we would love to have you, you know, just as a part of the community. If you're serious about your health, if you're serious about just your faith and, you know, just your family and whatever it is, man, we would love to have more positive people, uh, people looking to go to that next level so breatheuniversity.com absolutely we'd love to see you there perfect cj final question what is the model that you're here to create with the way that you live your life personally yeah i'm here to create i'm i'm here to create the model of character um i just feel like in this world man i want to you know i i want to be a genuine person uh i just want to have genuine relationships i don't you know there's so much posturing that goes on now there's so much you know, hey, who's got this and who's got that, man? And I just don't like it, man. And, and that's the reason I don't do a whole lot of podcasts and shows and stuff like that, because it's a lot of posturing and there's not a lot of authentic relationships. And so I'm here to leave a model for my kids that, hey, dad did it the right way. I may not have been some billionaire and, you know, living in a, you know, a $500 million mansion, but he did things with integrity. He was a great, honest man. And he, he never snaked anybody out of a dime. I want to leave that model behind, man, because I feel like, unfortunately, while it should be uh, the norm, it's not. And you run into a lot of people who just aren't good people, man. So I just want to be a good human being. I want to have fun. I want to laugh. I want to live a great life. I want to enjoy time with my family, my wife. I want to help other people. And that's really what we're about. Um, and so if I could leave that model behind, man, for my son, 
Uh, like I said, whatever his superpower is, embrace that and just, uh, you know, be a champion, man. So that's what I think I want to model. Perfect. CJ, you're the man. I appreciate you immensely. Hey. Thank you so thank much you, for coming man. on today, man. Thank you, brother. Awesome. Okay. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning into the show today. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. Man, I'm telling you guys, get connected with Breathe University ASAP because CJ does not play games. Like we're delivering the very best information on the planet, but in a way that has a lot of heart. You know, he just talked about character and through and through, like, I'm, I'm not kidding. And I haven't shared this with him before, but every day, you know, he's part of my gratitude practice. You know, I give thanks for CJ being in my life. He's, he's just such a great person. He's a stand-up guy. He goes to bat for everybody. And, you know, he shows up and they're really about excellence and execution. It was just really a kindred spirit connection for all of us to link up because, you know, I don't cut corners. I really want to make sure that I'm serving at the highest level and I know what's on the line, you know, and we're talking about being able to truly be the best version of you, you know, whether that's in your health, whether it's in your career, whether it's in your relationship, I'm very committed to helping to introduce people to the fact that you can have it all. You know, we don't have to have a great sense of fitness and then struggle in our finances. We don't have to be in a situation where we got a great relationship, but we're struggling with our health and fitness, or we're, we're struggling with, um, you know, a, a spiritual connection, right? We're usually sacrificing one thing for the other because we're not connected to the right community, you know, and we're a direct reflection of that, the people that we're around. And so, Get yourself around CJ, get yourself around ET and the team. I, I promise you it's really going to up-level your life. It's gonna change the way that you think and you're gonna start seeing some incredible results. And I've seen it firsthand personally, but also I've seen it in the community. It's, it's crazy what people, I mean, amazing the stories that are coming out of the community with Breathe University. So huge fan of ET and the team and very grateful to, to have CJ on the show as well. And so we'll put links to everything Links to episodes we did with E.T., to C.J.'s awesome book, the children's book, and we'll just cover all the bases. But remember, most importantly, one of my big takeaways was seeing C.J. make this physical transformation despite his circumstances, despite the injury, despite traveling all over the place. He just made a decision to get well. He made a decision to take care of his body and his health to really show up and be there for his kids. His kids was the why that makes you cry, all right? We need to get tapped into that. You know, you need a bigger reason than, you know, I'm trying to impress Susie Q, all right? I don't know why I said Susie Q. That's just terrible, terrible reference point. I think, isn't that like a, a some kind of a hostess snack, right, Susie Q? Is that the one with the chocolate, chocolate with the cream. cream in the middle? So it's like a chocolate sandwich, right? <sighs> hostess, hostess. I was straight addicted to the hostess, all right? You get two honey buns for 99 cents. All right, so right now we're the opposite hostess. All right, it's the Model Health Show, baby. If you got a lot of value out of this episode, make sure to share it out with your friends and family. And of course, you can tag me on social media as well. I right, got some incredible shows coming up, so make sure to stay tuned. Take care, have an amazing day, and I'll talk with you soon. And for more after the show, make sure to head over to themodelhealthshow.com. That's where you can find all of the show notes. You can find transcriptions, videos for each episode. And if you got a comment, you can leave me a comment there as well. And please make sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a rating to let everybody know that the show is awesome. And I appreciate that so much. And take care. I promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help you transform your life. Thanks for tuning in.